Hi and welcome to Farah Karamburi Show. This show is all about busy mums juggling life and work. We talk about how they deal with relationships, parenting, self-care, planning and how do they deal with their careers. So join me every Sunday where I bring an insight to a mum who is spinning all the place. Super excited to introduce our guest this week, Natalie. Natalie is a fertility expert. She is dedicated to equipping clients with knowledge, skills and motivation to take control of their dietary choices, become healthier and happier and more effective when it comes to conceiving. So I can't wait to jump in the show and let you know her trade secrets. Let's go. Welcome to the show, Natalie. So, tell us, tell us, tell everybody what you do. So, I'm um, Natalie Coughlin. I am a qualified nutritionist specialising in fertility. Um, and my, my big aim is to support all women to conceive with ease. Oh, fantastic. So, how long have you been doing it for? I've been a qualified nutritionist for, um, coming up for almost 10 years now. Um, and have specialised in fertility um, over the last four years. Okay. Um, why, why did you choose that? Why, why fertility? Yeah, it's, it comes back to my own, my own journey, my own um, struggle to conceive. Okay. Um, even though I was a nutritionist um, and, you know, had, had a lot of understanding, um, I think really honing in on lots of the changes I made to my diet helped support my fertility journey. Um, and you're having a baby now? Yeah. Yes. yes. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, second baby due in December, so a few weeks away now. Um, and I've got a little boy who's two and a half. Um, and was it with both of them that you had to? So with the first baby, we did um, we did have treatment. So mm-hmm. we were supported um, through an IVF treatment. Um, although having said that. Two years prior to that was when I really started to change a lot of my um, approaches to diet, yeah, right, dietary okay. habits. So even though um, we had the, the treatment and it was great that it was successful, I put into place a lot of the dietary habits that I believe supported mm-hmm. that treatment mm-hmm. as well. Because, excellent. Um, yeah, you know, it isn't successful for everybody, but, yeah. you know, even... You've got to give yourself a full chance, haven't you? You do. What, and what can you... That you can control. Yeah, you can. And that's exactly it. It helps mm. you feel in control of your fertility, you know, doing what you can. There is so little knowledge, I feel, about this out there. I mean, there's little knowledge about nutrition. Mm. There is a lot out there in terms of you can Google, you can pick a diet. You know, you can put like 10 diets on the wall, mm. throw a diet, a single one, follow it, and you will lose the weight in terms of losing weight. But in terms of speciality, something like fertility and nutrition, why is it so important, nutrition, for fertility? I think because um, it's it's very heavily linked to hormones. You know, our our fertility is impacted by um, too much or too little of certain hormones. Mm-hmm. So um, one of them being insulin, and mm-hmm. we don't think of insulin as being a hormone, which yeah. impacts our sex hormones mm-hmm. and our fertility. So getting our insulin under control and 
what I mean by insulin is our blood sugar response, mm-hmm. you know, so if we are having too many carbohydrates in our diet, our blood sugar is shooting up through the roof, it's, it's high and it, then it's crashing, um, and our insulin response to eating too many carbohydrates is having a direct impact on our sex hormones, such as wow. testosterone oh, really? and estrogen. Okay. So the underlying reason, if we really broke it down, even yeah. though it looks like infertility on the, yeah. you know, on the outside, the reason is our hormones are disrupted mm-hmm. and the food that we eat is having an impact on the hormones that are responding yeah. to the types of foods that we're eating. Wow, that's very powerful information that you've just given us down yeah. there. And then yeah. this is, we are as a nation heavily carb-based. America's up really mm-hmm. bad. However, we definitely are behind there in terms of carbs are everywhere. Yes. You know, what do people eat then if they can't eat those? Because that's the question Absolute, everyone wants to yeah, know. Exactly. And, yeah. and that is um, what I help to talk people through yeah. and gain that control that it isn't just about cutting out the carbs. Mm. That, that's that's not that's what not you're saying at what all. We're saying. Yeah. What we're saying is reducing that added sugar, reducing the the need to have carbs at every meal of the mm-hmm. day. And what we want to replace that with is good quality protein, mm-hmm. lots of vegetables, um, good quality fats, mm-hmm. um, including the saturates, um, whether that's from an animal um, product, or whether that's from our coconuts and avocados and olive oils. Um, and fish and salmon, um, we want to be increasing these in our diets and removing a lot of the process, the um, the, the whole grains, the, the the load of carbohydrate that we're, that we're seeing on. So the, you eat the carbs, basis. but you get them from sources which are more has more fiber and is more natural in terms exactly. versus the processed food. Yeah, which, which is has very high, a lot of the it? vitamins and minerals stripped out. Yeah. If if we could get all of our carbohydrates, our fiber from vegetables, um, with the protein yeah. and the fat sources, yeah. that's a real ba- basis of a really good diet that can support your fertility and, and hormone health. And is that one of the changes you had made to? Was that one of the changes you had made? It really, yeah. it really was, and I noticed um, a difference in just in myself in general, yeah. feeling a bit more balanced. Mm-hmm. Just that sense of. Mm. Um, you know, not being hangry all mm. the time, not having to. That's you know, a very important one for women, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and the, just the thought of having to feel hungry all the time. Yeah. You know, you don't want to have to have that on your on, no. your, on your mind. You know, you feel a bit more steady, satisfied. stable, certainly satisfied. satisfied. So, would you some someone uh, listening to this thinking if they are in this position, what you, these little things you've described? Are these signs that hormones are not balanced then, do you think, for women? Yeah. I mean, regardless of fertility or not, are they, so them getting angry, wanting to eat all the time? Is something not right with your body, is it? It's the hormone saying, I'm out of balance. If you're irritable, if you're finding... Um, shouting at kids, maybe, low mood. Low mood, mm. mood swings, um, low in energy, you know, not really having that drive mm-hmm. to get up in the morning. Um, then that is a sign that hormones um, are, are out of sync. Mm-hmm. And that could be insulin through the blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be the impact on cortisol. So if we are feeling stressed, not necessarily just through our lifestyle factors, but the 
food that we're we're eating is causing a stressor yeah as we say on the body is that um, inflammation would you say is it, that yeah, yeah 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 that can be inflammation through um a lot of vegetable oils but also having raised insulin mm-hmm. is a stressor on the body so you can see this vicious cycle of hormones being um because they all interact yeah so all our hormones interact whether it's a sex hormone whether it's insulin whether it's a stress hormone the sex hormone sorry just to clarify is yeah. it estrogen and Testosterone. testosterone are the other and the big two. The big two that there are there are many others many within there, yeah. a monthly cycle yeah. that we would look at testing um, for a woman who wants to get pregnant. Exactly, okay. exactly, okay. yeah. Um, and um, looking also, you know, aside from just nutrition, it's really important to understand your cycle. Every woman's cycle is very very different. Mm-hmm. The the um, typical twenty eight days long. 14 days when you ovulate mm-hmm. is, is is almost unheard of you know really so it's so if you are looking to conceive it's really beneficial to understand your cycle and there are many ways that um you know I support women to to do that yeah. and understand the phases mm-hmm. of each month and to look at the signs and symptoms of ovulation you know those fertile days mm-hmm. is essentially what we are looking to being aware of when that time it, is does that actually work I, yeah. I know I've heard of that. That the okay. so having sex on the days that you're ovulating, which are very a short very window, small. I believe. Yeah, yeah, very few days, four to six days maximum. Okay, yeah. and that, that's that's when it can actually happen. And this is this is true story. It's not just made up. It's not a myth. This is when that is absolutely true. That is the only time in a cycle that you can conceive. Mm-hmm. When that point is varies from woman to woman and that's where it's important to start understanding mm-hmm. your cycle so you know when your your window yeah. of um fertility yeah. is um there's a lot of work that we also do around the egg quality okay. so oh, wow. any egg that is um you know reduced uh, sorry not reduced uh, is produced each month um starts a, a life cycle three to four months prior to that um, ovulation. Oh, really? So okay. it's really um, critical, especially if you're not ovulating or your fertility isn't as um, you know it isn't working for you at the moment. It's to look at how can how we can support the quality of the eggs, okay. and that's also another reason why if you are having IVF treatment, sometimes it doesn't work because the quality of the egg, egg isn't great. Isn't yeah. great, and so we can start that journey three to four months before, before your treatment, looking at diet and lifestyle factors so you to can, support that egg quality. You could impact the quality of the egg. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So, you know, with everything the, the stronger, the most nourished. Yeah. Um, is that through nutrition, is, would you say? Through yeah. nutrition okay. and stress reducing. Stress reducing, yeah. So when, when you said you might not be ovulating, why wouldn't you be ovulating? Isn't that a natural process? It is a natural process, but it doesn't happen every month. Right, It doesn't okay. happen every month, so... Oh, um, really? Yeah. Is that because of age or in particular, or any... doesn't matter regardless of age? It doesn't matter regardless of age. Um, your, the amount of eggs you have decline as you get older. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily have a, an impact on why you wouldn't ovulate that mm-hmm. month. It comes back again to our hormones and whether our, the follicle matures enough to enable um, the egg to be released and that maturation stage is under hormonal control which is why we bring it back to testing for 
sex hormones, right. insulin. Okay. Insulin has a massive impact on testosterone. Mm-hmm. So again, another reason why if your hormones are out of sync, yeah. it might not be working in your favour and um, producing a, a mature enough egg yeah. that month to actually ovulate. So These are all things you'll test before you even hit IVF, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Because there's so many things you can really be sure mm-hmm. of that you've gone through all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's looks like there could be quite a lot of success rate just by looking at the hormones and nutrition and or the hormones yeah. and then treating those and hormones to balance with the absolutely, right nutrition. Absolutely. And that is just increasing your chances of conceiving yeah. every single month. Wow. Balancing those hormones. Um, but yeah, you know, we have to know what's going yeah, on inside. Yeah, yeah. So although we feel signs and symptoms of maybe polycystic ovary syndrome where... Um, Insulin is a big indicator of whether you, you have that, amongst many other signs mm. and symptoms. And again, it's different for everybody. What signs would you have if you have polycystic So that would be signs such as acne. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden, or you have been struggling with acne for a while, um, you might all of a sudden have facial hair, or mm-hmm. might have had excess facial hair for a while. Um, the weight gain is that? Yeah, yeah, so weight gain or weight loss, loss okay, incident. Either. Yeah, so surprisingly, it could be one or the other. Um, they are the they are the main. And would something like that be easy to fix? It definitely is a, a, a symptom or a sign of infertility that doesn't mean you can't conceive. Okay. And now we know that a lot of the reasons why we have these symptoms is from our hormone imbalance. Mm-hmm. We treat the hormones hormone imbalance and then we can support the fertility around Around that condition so it's definitely one that we can you know manage through diet and lifestyle and the hormone balance there's a massive factor when you're trying to fall pregnant around the time of when you should be doing your pregnancy test and you don't fall pregnant well, how do you deal with the stress that comes with it and the disappointment? And the disappointment. Because it's then a, you get into a vicious cycle because it's happening each month for years for some people, mm. perhaps. What yeah. would you say to women that might be going through that? Because isn't the stress then counterintuitive on what they're trying to achieve? Yeah, absolutely. So that that is identifying the stress and building that support mm-hmm. network around you at that time. Mm-hmm. So your partner or somebody, partner, your friend to talk to. Someone identifying someone that you can talk to, whether that is somebody um, like a, a therapist mm-hmm. or someone you know external to you know whoever that you've got. Comfortable. Yeah. I know a lot of there's a lot of online forums out there which offer a lot of support for women going through the same process, mm. even at the same time. Um, I think what it comes down to with the sessions that I would work with people on, it's the um, building that confidence, that control, that knowledge that um, you're doing the best you can mm-hmm. at that time for that month. Yeah. And that you've put in all the effort, that you are consciously making the right decisions. Yeah, that's it. And it's feeling, because I know through my first um, journey, fertility journey, you did feel a bit out of control. I felt yeah. that somebody was making that decision, decision. for me. Um, did you not feel the same the second time? Or? No, because we had a natural conception the second mm. time around. And, you know, 
I 100% put that down to even just more knowledge of knowing my cycle, mm-hmm. which I had none of that yeah. the first time. I know That's that right, sounds, yeah. you know, I had, I had none of that, or I wasn't encouraged to understand yes. my cycle, yeah. you know. And they were going by the typical average po- protocols of day 14, day 28. And for my, my natural conception the second time around... I think I ovulated on day 31 of a 45-day cycle. Wow. So, you know, and that okay. is just through tracking temperature on a, on a, a daily basis. Is that the best way of doing it? it what about the apps that are out mm-hmm. nowadays? Ovia, Ovia, is there one of them? That, that is one. I used one called Femometer, mm-hmm. which came with a thermometer. Okay. And it, it was automatically synced to their app. Okay. So you would take your temperature every morning, um, and then it would automatically sync and, and plot this month daily graph okay. where you can see um, the signs of ovulating when your temperature drops and then rapidly rises again. Um, so is it when your temperature is high when you ovulate? It's right? um, when your temperature um, drops... Um, is when you ovulate, okay. and then the day after, it raises significantly. And that's the right time to... And that is the right time. So obviously we would, we would talk... You'll have to... Yeah, We would talk person, about yeah. looking at... Mm. Um, and you, you can't wait until that moment. Right, So I your see. fertile time okay. starts two to three days before, before that, that. that That's why you're saying four to six days, and you've got to make sure you're covered in all exactly is it within the day a particular time is it goes down to that finer detail or? there's there's so much there is so much out there um but really only does take the once you know and, and yeah, it can survive true. for five days yeah, yeah um so but you know you would actively encourage you know um over that those that six day period to you know as, as regularly as possible, possible. Yeah, yeah as regularly as possible but it it doesn't have to be the three times a day. Every yeah, single yeah. Day, you know. And going crazy over it in it, terms of exactly because having sex, which is specifically for this, mm. surely puts a strain on the relationship. It really can do. And again, there's lots of support forums out there, mm. and and, and you know, that side of that side of it, which can be, um, I think, you know, coming back to again, knowing that you're being confident in your knowledge, mm-hmm. tracking your your cycles to get that picture of your your cycle yeah. your health it's i for me it helped reduce that um strain strain so it was more yeah, natural you was. went into it yeah yeah because i understood mm, yeah. i understood what my cycle was yeah, doing yeah i understood why i was eating certain things and i knew it was a hormonal thing okay um so you know around my fertile days I knew when that was going to be, mm-hmm. and it didn't have to be that stress and strain of, mm-hmm. you know, all, all the time yeah. and things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you could still function as normal family, and could. although you were working towards that, and mm-hmm. you you were you know you knew about what's going on, yeah. you were mindful of what the days were, mm-hmm. but you didn't necessarily start crossing it on the calendar mm-hmm. and get over here now. Yeah, really, you know, all of that that can actually cause. I don't know, from someone who's yeah. like a loving relationship to yeah. suddenly they have to have sex yeah. for that reason yeah. only, it can really have yeah. that kind of impact. Yeah. But if you're eating well yeah. and saying, right, these are the six days that we do and you're both in it together, 
um, then you can kind of have this natural way about yeah. conceiving. And of course, and we would encourage, encourage you to include your partner within yes. the discussions and, um, you know, and, and the beauty of, of those apps now and all this data that we yeah. gather, you can, you can visibly show yeah. your partner, you know, what's going on so that they can understand, so that they can be part of yeah. the, the 100%, process, totally. not just that moment. You know. So you deal with nutrition, fertility nutrition with women only, or would you have uh, men that would be part of your uh, practice or you bringing the couple together how would you In, initially um, it would be with the, with the woman yeah um, certainly if someone has, has had a diagnosis of any type of infertility okay. but then equally if their male partner has had a diagnosis because that can often be tested um, as yeah. well if yeah. you go down the, the GP and the hospital route then of course we would work as a couple okay. to identify diet and lifestyle okay. changes for both of them so because both they're both in it together aren't they, they really they are. although the primary source is mum who's holding or producing the egg, it but the is. sperm surely is yeah, as important. It is, yeah. and the quality of the sperm as well mm-hmm. um, is affected by diet and mm-hmm. lifestyle choices. So um, it's just you know working with the women, and the messages do get taken home. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know it's all it's like a double win really. Yeah. So, but of course we work with both males and females as yeah. well in this um, at this time. Excellent. So how about? Um, Someone who's listening to this, but they haven't had any diagnosis. Does well, should they come? Should they approach you? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. so you don't need you to, don't wait to wait for diagnosis. Yeah, you can after diagnosis, or you. you yeah. uh, so if there is someone who has been told by the doctor, you need to bring up, bring down your BMI before we can treat you for fertility. Mm-hmm. Would you work with someone like that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so weight loss for infertility is um, is a huge area, and obviously that supports your likelihood of having a successful conception and a successful pregnancy as Why well. Why weight loss? Is that still insulin resistance again? Yeah, is that the biggest hormone? Okay, it is. So when um, um, if we are overweight, we have to look at the types of foods that we are eating. Mm-hmm. We have to look at why is the body gaining weight mm-hmm. why can't you lose weight mm-hmm. and more often than not that is down to the the insulin again that's circulating it's it's likely to be raised mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you've got type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. um, it just means that you may be having a higher response to insulin maybe due to the fact that you're having too many carbohydrates mm-hmm. in your diet also knowing that carbohydrates aren't the most nutritious food mm-hmm. to, to, for our diet to be made up of anyway so if we're again looking at a quality general overall health then we would want to see that that protein those fats those vegetables making up the predominant um, you know components of your diet so um, we would tackle the weight loss mm-hmm. we would look at the we would still do the hormonal tests mm-hmm. um, the sex hormone tests but the cortisol and the insulin test as well to really hone in on what will help you lose weight. So it's almost like a prescription, isn't it? Step by step, let's do this first, the yeah. hormone test, then the weight loss, if there is a weight loss needed to be, mm-hmm. the insulin after that, and then you will... It's almost like a, a systematic way of finding out you are in absolutely the right peak of state for pregnancy. Yes, absolutely. And the, just to add in there, just the understanding of your cycle as well. So understanding of your cycle. Diet, you teach that as well. Exactly, yeah. yes, yes. Um, we would look at the fertile signs, um, different ways that you would be comfortable with tracking your cycle. You may already be doing that. Mm-hmm. So that information 
can help the process yeah. along but we can start that process at any point looking for fertile signs understanding your cycle um and knowing you know the, what's what's regular yeah. for you um irregular cycles is also a sign of pcos mm-hmm. um mm, definitely yeah it's, it should need to know your body basically you do. and that you comes do. from women taking five minutes of themselves mm-hmm. you know especially if you've got kids and you want to have another child mm-hmm. and you think well i had one anyway but then you've left say 10 years later you're trying again but things have changed in your body so much that you think oh i felt pregnant then why is it not happening now yeah. but you're you've got a different body now and, and, and different, your lifestyle's different, different yeah. it, it might be more stressful it's related yeah and, and it you know um, subconsciously it might be having an impact on your fertility mm-hmm. just through the raised cortisol yeah and because you're a busy stressed yeah. stressed mom but there, there's um, a big myth isn't there what well, if happens it happens but i think that's a very generic thing to just say and brush it out the yeah. way because the things you've just mentioned yeah. if you haven't gone through that and you've just left it to mm. god for example mm. but there's things you could have done yeah, <laughs> yeah. which are which perhaps didn't know that you had to i mean what i've learned today i didn't know this myself that you could do so much testing and i totally believe that nutrition is the right yes. nutrition will really help de-stressing would definitely help but i think there's other things that you've mentioned today that really give other people the listeners a chance mm-hmm. actually you know, I, I'm going to go through all of this before I decide that this and is you can it. Take, you can be in control. Yeah. You can be in control of your it. fertility with just... That's very just, powerful, isn't it? It really yeah. is. And that's what we all want to feel like. It's it's our choice. We know yeah. what's going on. So we're just with a little bit of testing. Yeah. Um, we can find out what, what's going on and then put in those lifestyle changes to support that. Do you see the pe- um, women then get pregnant? Do you see them beyond there? Do you support that or your journey will end there? Um, with with me personally, it is a it's a conception facility yeah. um, um, support. Um, so zero to moment. conception. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, tell us where can we find you? So you can find me at nataliecoglan.com um, and Natalie Coglan on Instagram and Facebook, um, and you can you can book um, a free thirty minute call, really informal just to chat and say hi, find out a bit more, and you can book that through my website um, and, and or email me to, for me to get in touch to, to book a consultation. So would you just give us your email again? It's uh, nataliejmcoglan at gmail.com and the website is nataliecoglan.com. Can you just spell the Coglan for us? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's C-O-G-H-L-A-N brilliant thank you so much for coming to onto the show and i think this information has been so vital for the person listening that was going to make a real difference to them so thank you so much and guys if you want natalie's services her coaching any information that's given you today has resonated with you please visit her website and take advantage of that 30 minute free call what an amazing offer that is thank you so much you're welcome take Thanks, care Sarah. bye, bye. If you enjoy the content of this podcast, please share with someone who could really benefit from this interview. Thank you.